Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith, and I'm here to bring you an emergency podcast, given the recent news that Bayern Munich has agreed to part ways with head coach Thomas Tuchel. It's a move that I think a lot of fans would agree with, but the timing, it's borderline absurd to continue onward this way. We will get into that. Let's take a look at the news, how it went down. I know personally I was sleeping when this was announced. And when I woke up, cracked my eye open, took a look over at my phone, saw the announcement from Byron through their app, immediately checked our BFW Slack, saw that I Need No Name was working on a story about it. So I felt pretty good that BFW was on top of it. However, when I started to absorb the news, it started to make less and less sense. Now, let me get it out there. I fully think that Bayern Munich and Thomas Tuchel need to go their different ways, right? They need to separate. They need to do it now. So I don't understand why waiting until the summer was the option that they came up with. And my first immediate thought was, this is a couple of days too late. Why all of the denials about the team sticking with Tuchel? We had all the executives backing Tuchel just to wait until Wednesday to announce that you're going to part ways at the end of the season. It makes virtually no sense to approach things this way, especially with everything we have learned over the course of the past few days. And whether you believe the reports or not, the one thing that we can ascertain from everything is that there are major issues right now in the relationship between the players and the coach. And maybe it's not all of the players. Maybe it's some, maybe it's most. We don't really know exactly the full extent of Thomas Tuchel's damage within that locker room. But what we do know is that there are several players unhappy. We know that Yashua Kimmich got into a shouting match with an assistant coach after the game on, sun on Sunday. We know that Bayern Munich right now is in a terrible, terrible downward spiral that it cannot get itself out of. I mean, this is as bad as it has been probably since the final days of the Nico Kovac era, when at least back then we knew that Tuchel, I mean, I'm sorry that Kovac just was not a fit. We knew that Kovac was basically put into that position, told what to do and how to do it and couldn't use any of his own ideas. We know that there was a problem there from the get go with Tuchel. This thing never worked, and it probably was never going to work given his abrasive personality, the strong will of many of the players in that locker room, the veteran status of many players in that locker room. It was a terrible, terrible, combustible mix from the get-go. So when I woke up and I got this news, I wasn't fully shocked because it's the natural course of things at this point. Tuchel needed to go, but what I was shocked about, one, was the timing as we had discussed, and two, is how they're going to let this season just rot and play out now. It's very obvious. There is no way forward with this locker room under Tuchel, and they could win this weekend, and maybe they win the week after that. Maybe they even beat Lazio in the Champions League, which they should, but if you are keeping Tuchel at the helm, you're punting this season away. You're saying we can't win the league. We can't win the Champions League. We just need to turn our heads, 
let the rest of the season play out, and then regroup this summer. And I think that that is an awful message message to send by the board. It is unacceptable on every level to think that this relationship can work one day longer. The players have almost assuredly had an interior mutiny that we know nothing about. And if you look at the stories, like I said, you can believe them. You cannot believe them. What we do know is there is a segment of this locker room that is extremely unhappy under Tuchel. And even the ones backing Tuchel at this point, now their legs are cut off from under them because they have no one they're tied to post, what, May, June? It's a terrible situation. And I know the counter argument to this is, well, if you keep him here now and let him finish the season, it'll be easier because you don't have to go out and find an interim replacement. There's no one that wants that job. You're right. No one would want to step into this dumpster fire. That is 100%. But you do have coaches on campus. You clearly can't use anybody from his staff now because whatever is going on, there is a deep divide between Tuchel's guys on the staff and the locker room as well. They needed to get someone, any caretaker manager, to do this. It could have been Miro Klosa for, for all anyone cares. Sandro Wagner. doesn't matter. You just needed someone to finish this season. And I know it would have been a tough ask, but there are players. I'm, I'm sorry. There are coaches on that campus that could have come in and just finished the season. We're not talking about anything extensive here. We're talking about a couple of months. You're not going to get Hansi Flick to come in and try and save the day. You're not going to get any significant coach at this point. We know that. But letting Tuchel finish the season, I don't I don't get it at all. The season's lost. The players are unhappy. Tuchel now has free reign to do whatever the hell he wants. And he has no vested interest in how this season plays out now. He's leaving. And we can talk about being a professional, and we can talk about how he should handle it. But what we have seen from Tuchel so far is that he has not been able to get a grasp on what Bayern Munich as a club is all about. He thinks about Thomas Tuchel. He thinks about how Thomas Tuchel wants to do things. And for the large part of his tenure at Bayern Munich, it's been the wrong way to operate. The team has not been successful. Tuchel is losing at a rate, what, worse than anyone uh, uh, since Jurgen Klinsmann, I mean, who had his disastrous run, it's ridiculous. So to think about what Bayern Munich did, when they did it, why they did it, none of this makes any sense right now. I, I, I will say this. I 100% agree with the move of, of parting ways with Tuchel. It needed to be done. It needed to be done after the game this week, last weekend, but. To let this sit and fester, to let all of these stories emerge, to let everyone know whether you believe the stories or not, that something is amiss in that locker room with the coach. You just opened up a can of worms to make this potentially a, a complete and utter mess the rest of the season. What's the incentive for any player who already hates Tuchel to take orders from him? He's gone. What's the incentive for Tuchel to play anyone that he hates? It doesn't make sense. The bottom line is no one now, whether it's the coaching staff or the locker room, is going to be acting in the best interest of the team at this point. Everyone now is in survival mode. How many players have been rumored to be looking for a transfer this summer? The list is growing by the day. 
And a lot of the players who we have seen rumored either are unhappy under Tuchel, feel wronged under Tuchel, or simply put, have been at Bayern so long, they're sick of dealing with the nonsense like they've seen this season. And we can talk about Alfonso Davies and his longtime flirtation with Real Madrid. But let's be honest, if Bayern Munich was a little more stable, if things operated in a little bit more, I don't know, uh, what's the word other than stable you could use here? I mean, consistent fashion? Then you would think maybe the experience might be a little bit better. You might be able to retain him. What Bayern Munich is doing right now is potentially throwing gasoline on an inferno because they are openly letting this guy finish the season with a team that has checked out on him. I can't think of a worse mistake to make. And listen, it could turn around. Maybe the players will feel like it's a weight off of their shoulders. They'll play a little bit more freely, knowing that they don't have to listen to anything Tuchel says. Maybe, maybe that's the result. Maybe that's the psychological direction the club is thinking that they're going to take with this. I don't know. But I think the bottom line is that things are so bad right now. You needed a clean break. You needed to convince some coach on that campus, I don't care if it's the U17 coach, to come in and finish the season. It needed to be done that way. I don't see any benefit of letting Tuchel finish out. And yes, there will be some shouts from people saying, well, that's just because Byron's cheap. They don't want to pay anyone to come in. I think it's beyond the point of spending this season. I don't think it has to do with being cheap. I think no good coach would want to take this gig right now because it's a complete and utter disaster. And I mean that in a way that it's not like relegation disaster, but I mean, look at the talent on the roster. Look how they performed this season. Look how many losses they've accumulated under Tuchel. Look at the overall performance level. It's not something you want to jump into. Sure. If you came in and you saved the day and you won the league when you made it to the Champions League semifinals, some people would hail you as a savior, as a genius. But the chances of that happening right now are very slim. And for Bayern Munich to think that keeping Tuchel will result in anything uh, monumental happening the rest of the season, I just can't see it. Like I said, it could happen. I've talked about it before. Bayer Leverkusen. They haven't been punched in the face yet. There's a, there is a distinct possibility the first time they get knocked down, they don't pull themselves back up. Byron could get in the race, but you've now lessened those chances, in my opinion, by keeping Tugel around because he's not getting the necessary response out of the players, and he won't get the necessary response out of the players. The best thing I think you can hope for is that the players do feel that weight off their shoulder, that they do feel more free, and they just start playing like themselves again and stop worrying about what Thomas Tuchel wants them to do or how he wants them to play or who he wants them to play like. They have to be themselves from this point forward if there's anything to be salvaged from this season. So for Tuchel, it's probably a great deal for him. There's no pressure on him. The season's already a train wreck. He has nothing to lose. He'll probably get a job immediately after the season ends if that's what he wants to do. It's just been an abject failure. In every sense, hiring Tuchel when they did, why they did it, how they did it, the fear of missing out on Tuchel, driving Bayern Munich to fire Julian Nagelsmann, who, no matter how you feel about him at that point, didn't deserve to be fired. To do that under fear that you would miss the chance to bring in this genius, 
Brazo and Oliver Kahn and probably Uli Honus, who was no doubt pulling the strings at that point, they all deserve much blame in this. Much blame. And, and uh, all for all the great things Uli has done. And you can't, obviously, you're never going to take away from everything that Uli Honus has done at Bayern Munich for Bayern Munich. He is a club legend. It does beg the question now, is he overstaying his welcome? Because what we do know about Brazo and what we do know about Uli is they are absolutely tied at the hip. They have been. Every decision that Brazo has made undoubtedly has run through Uli Honus. So when they made that call and they started to talk about, this is the time to fire Julian Nagelsmann. We can't afford to miss on Thomas Tuchel. There needed to be some voice of reason in that room to say, why don't we just finish the season? It's not that bad. And, and looking back, it's nowhere near as bad as it is right now. I mean, think about the panic that, that was going on inside those offices to freak out over a loss to Leverkusen, who we come to find out is a pretty damn good team under Javi Alonso, and some draws. They panicked over some draws. Now you're losing those games. Tuchel was a terrible fit from the beginning. He was a terrible fit all the way through. And now you're stuck in this mess. You're stuck letting him finish the season as a lame duck with the team knowing he is going. It's just, I, I can't even wrap my head around this decision. And I'm not, again, throughout all of this with Tuchel, I haven't been beating the drum here to fire him because in most cases, it's not my place to call for someone's job. What I can do right now and through the past few weeks has been point out that there was a big problem and it's not working and Bayern Munich is endangering the season. And all of those things turned out to be heading down the right road because the team has collapsed. I was looking at this team playing under Tuchel in September and October and saying, man, they are not passing the eye test. A win is a win. I don't want to hear it. It's not good right now. This is eventually going to blow up. And I sat here and I said it all season. And th um, this is not me patting myself on the back for that. This is me lamenting the fact that this has been going on. This isn't something new. This is something that we could go back to last season. You could see it. The team just wasn't right under him. But the front office and the board just let it go. And they let it keep happening because those wins were piling up no matter how fraudulent they were. No matter how bad the product was and flawed the product was on the pitch, they just let it happen. And now you're stuck in this mess. You're toward the end of February. You've got a lame duck coach and half the locker room hates him. How is this good for anybody? I, I am just, it's so beyond me to think that this situation works out and that anything productive happens for the rest of the season. I'm pretty pissed about it, as you can see. I don't think you, you punt the season like Byron's front office is doing right now. I think you have every obligation to the fans. You have every obligation to the team to make the best out of it. And by making this decision, you have effectively ended your season. Now, I hope, like I said, the players can rally around the fact that they no longer will have to deal with Tuchel and they can save it. However, Tuchel's a big X factor here. He picks the lineups. He puts in the tactics, and he already has lost the locker room. 
So I don't know that you're going to get that motivated squad. I don't know that you're going to get that organization that you're hoping for. If I had to predict what's going to happen, Bayern Munich is probably going to have a couple of bad losses along the way. And then he's going to get fired early because things are going to boil over again in the locker room. Hopefully I'm wrong on that, but we'll see. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back at looking at what replacements could be out there. Word is already starting to drop. So we'll take a look at who could be the next Byron coach working the sidelines for the 2024-25 season right after this. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Bavarian Podcast Works. Of course, this is an emergency podcast, given the news that Thomas Tuchel will be leaving Bayern Munich at the end of the season. If you just heard my rant about why this is a terrible move in terms of timing and why the decision is kind of silly to leave a lame duck coach at the head of your team for the rest of the season. It's it, it still, it's mind blowing to me. If you heard it, you know how I feel about it. I obviously want to hear how you feel about it too. Uh, judging by the comments on, I need no names news post about the sacking. Uh, a lot of people are pretty fired up about it. So I uh, would love to hear your thoughts as well on the comments to this podcast, also on social media. But the big question now is where does Bayern Munich go next? Who do they look to? What replacements could they possibly get? Obviously, there are a few names that ring out pretty quickly. The first one being Jurgen Klopp. Everyone knows that he's leaving Liverpool. However, Florian Plettenberg of Sky Sport has indicated that Klopp wants no parts of this gig and will not be a candidate for Bayern Munich. So we can already cross him off the list. I mean, it would have been a pipe dream anyway, and it was probably never going to happen. I think Klopp is smart enough to know that whatever bad has happened this season at Bayern Munich probably isn't going to go away easily. And while he is probably the master relationship manager, it's very similar to Hansi Flick, only with more energy. I don't think even Klopp wants to take a run at trying to fix everything that ails this Bayern Munich team. It's a tough gig to come into. It's a great club still. You still get great financial support. But what is broken in this team is, is maybe not a situation that's going to be easily fixed because it's not just trust between the locker room and the coach. It's trust between the locker room and the board because the board has allowed the coach to run free, publicly comment on players about replacing them. It has driven a wedge between how the players feel about this club how the players feel about the club just in general it, it it's it has it has probably really hurt relationships between players and how they feel about their experience at Bayern Munich and that's something that is damage you can't really undo it's one thing if players hate the coach or they don't like the coach but when you have a situation where the club did not support them at any point during this the club fully backed Tuchel since he took over and now they're going to backtrack and let him go early I mean, he's not going to finish his contract. Uh, listen, what happened to all that backing? What happened to, well, we're not getting rid of Thomas Tugel. Everything changed. So now the club has to pick up these pieces. They have to understand that not every player is going to be very happy about their experience and situation at Bayern Munich. You might not be able to save players like Matthijs De Ligt or Yashio Kimmich or Leon Goretzka or even players like Nusar Mizrahi. 
It's a very tough spot. And I get why someone like Klopp, who doesn't need the headache at this point, wouldn't want to be interested in the job. Now, what we do know via Plettenberg and Sport Build's Christian Falk is that Xavi Alonso from Bayer Leverkusen, the former Bayern Munich midfielder, is the primary target. And that Bayern Munich is going to work to intercept a move that most people are pointing to that Alonso would move to Liverpool to replace Klopp. Isn't that funny how this all works together? But it's not going to be easy. Alonso has ties to three clubs. Real Madrid, who is not looking for a manager. Liverpool, of course, and Bayern Munich. This is now probably going to turn into a bidding war. He also could stay at Bayer Leverkusen one more year. The only issue with staying at Leverkusen one more season is they are about to be raided this summer. And they might not lose Florian Wirtz because someone would have to be ready to pay nine figures for him. But they're going to lose a lot of supporting pieces, a lot of very important pieces to that team. So you could look at it two ways if you're Xavi Alonso. You could stay and prove to the world that you can even go through a period where you lose key players and keep a great team together and make them good on the pitch. He could work with that existing core, not let the team splinter off, even if they do lose players like Boniface or Frimpong. He he could show that he could work through such big losses and still put together a competitive team. And that would probably prove even more his worth on the coaching market. Or... He could make the leap to Liverpool or to Bayern Munich and really start to get after it as managing a big club, someone that's going to be a serious contender in the Champions League. He's got choices to make, and he's going to have some very difficult decisions ahead of him just because of his ties to both Liverpool and to Bayern Munich. What will Xavi Alonso do? Will he be the ultimate selection for both of those clubs? It does appear right now that both clubs have him as the front runner. They want him. So what happens if you're Bayern Munich? What if you don't get Xavi Alonso? <laughs> well, the next option people might look to is Hansi Flick. The most recent reports indicate that Hansi Flick wants no parts of this gig. And who could blame him for what happened with him during his last tenure at the club? I could see why those harsh feelings he has might lead him to want to avoid it. And, you know, part of it is some of the things that we have seen is that Uli Honus isn't convinced of Hansi Flick. Well, we knew that last time around because, quite frankly, Uli Honus and Brazo did everything they could not to give Flick any power. They just wanted Flick to take what he was given and deal with it. But, of course, since then, Julian Nagelsmann and Thomas Tuchel have had all of this say in personnel playing. <laughs> and how's that worked out? So, whatever the case... Hansi Flick, probably not going to be the manager at Bayern Munich. I don't even know if it would be a good idea. I think it would be very difficult to recapture his magic. I think that so much has changed with this locker room. I think they're broken. I think that Flick himself has taken hits with his confidence and in, in his failure with the German national team. I don't know if it would be a good idea, but at this point, I look at the options out there, and it might be one of the most viable solutions i don't know Xabi alonso is going to make that move to Bayern munich he is by far in everyone's mind i think the top choice but if he moves to liverpool or he stays with leverkusen another year this is a, a an incredibly damaging thing for Bayern munich because they're out they're out of ideas they have doubt about flick 
Klopp's not going anywhere. Who do they get? You can't go back to the well with Julian Nagelsmann because, again, you severed that relationship when you gave up on a five-year project a year and a half into it. It's ridiculous. So Bayern Munich, things have not gotten better since the weekend. Somehow they have gotten worse, even though they have decided to part ways with Thomas Tuchel. Hopefully, and I am saying hopefully, that option I laid out there with the players rallying together and showing their talent for the rest of the season overtakes all of the ill will they have toward the coach. But we've seen this a million times with different teams. It rarely works out that way. And as I said, if I had to predict how things play out, it'll be in very uneven few weeks. There will be a bottoming out either via a loss or via some sort of team coach disruption. And Tuchel will probably be let go early. It's unfortunate right now, though, that Bayern Munich thinks that that scenario is not in the cards. That'll about do it for this emergency version of the podcast. We are very eager to get your thoughts on everything. So hit us up in the comments. Hit me up on social media. Definitely check the blog out at BavarianFootballWorks.com to drop in your thoughts on where all of this is going. You can always get me at the Barrel Blog on Twitter. You can get the site at BavarianFBWorks. You can get our tweetmeister, Tom Adams, at TommyAdams71. You can get I Need No Name at PFWINNN. Siler has a new Twitter handle that I don't know off the top of my head, so I'll have to get him to let me know what that is. It might be BFW Siler, but I'm not positive. I will get verification on that for you. But as I always say, check out BavarianFootballWorks.com. You'll get all of our talented and wonderful writers and podcasters there. We've got a lot going on. There's a lot of coverage on this Tuchel deal. There's a lot going on with the club otherwise as well. So make sure you keep with us there because that news is changing literally by the hour and we're staying on top of all of it. Have a couple of beers on me. Stay tuned for the preview show, which will be coming out later today as well. Today being Wednesday, and we will see you next time.